All right, if you have your Bible, 2 Timothy. Is this mic on? Yes, it is. 2 Timothy, chapter 1. And we are glad to be here. Finally, Brother Cofield has, he called me and said, Can you come? No, I can't. I've got that date already booked. But I'll call you back. I'd call him. No, you can't come that date. He, then he'd see me somewhere else. Hey, can you come? No, I can't come that date. I'll call you, though. I, I promise I'll call you. I'll call him. No, you can't come that date. So this is a miracle. And I go to, I go to places. I have been to places that have maybe uh, go back, and it's been 25 years since I've been there. And I tell them, hey, y'all want me to put you on the uh, calendar for the next 25 years? I'll just put you down 25 years later. So maybe 20 years from now, I'll come back. 2 Timothy, Timothy, excuse me, 1 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, yes. and of love, and of a sound mind. That speaks of sound doctrine. Amen. Sound mind. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love, your mercy, for your kindness. Thank yes. you for this sweet church. They've already been a blessing to us. And we pray tonight you'd establish our thoughts. We commit our message to you, that you would, uh, Lord, bring the, to, to memory the right uh, illustrations, and Lord, to be a blessing. Say the words to every heart that human languages cannot speak. I pray the Spirit of God would say what every person needs here tonight. If there's one lost, please open their heart to be saved by your sweet power, and Lord, give us liberty, unction, fill us now with your Spirit, guide us, help us to be sensitive, in Jesus' name, amen. I was talking to a pastor the other day, and he said he's trying to help a young man to get back on his feet that was struggling with drug abuse. And the pastor gave this young man a job, and he said something I never related to drug abuse. He said this, some of the younger generation feel like they're a failure, so they turn to drugs. And I thought, I've never related the fear of failure to drug abuse. Amen? The Bible says we have fear if, fear, if we are Filled with fear, fear hath torment. It torments us. And the Bible tells us not to fear, not to live in fear. God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. Now we ought to fear him. And there are certain dangers we ought to fear. You know, you don't just walk out in the middle of I-75. Amen? There are some healthy fears. But uh, uh, we shouldn't live in fear. We'll talk about six of those fears that torment. The, feel, uh, the fear of failure. Uh, we fail. We fear that sometimes that we're going to fail. But when you fall, God will be there to pick you up. If you're his child, Romans 8, 37. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And what things? What things come against us? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. The other day on the uh, Olympics, there was a girl that was trying for the gold medal. She was a skier, and she had three attempts, and she fell in a certain spot, and she got up and she tried again. And the second time, she fell in the very same spot. And I thought when she did that, I thought, oh, no, she won't. Oh, no, she's not going to fail three times in the same spot. 
And sure enough, the same spot she fell again. And the third time she laid there and was crying and wouldn't get up. And I thought, isn't that a picture of life? There's some places we have trouble in our life and we, uh, uh, we just fall at the same spot. And it's like, what's the use of getting up? You know what to do when you fail the third time? Get up. He'll be there to help you. Uh, a just man falleth seven times and riseth again. Matthew Henry said that means, sometimes that means when you are attacked by somebody. Somebody hurts you. Somebody cuts you with a knife spiritually. Amen. Emotionally, somebody cuts you. Somebody hurts you. Uh, that's what that's talking about sometimes when we fall by the, 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 the uh, unkindness of others. He'll help you up. Amen. He'll help you up. We're, we have a fear of failure. Then we have the fear of men. Sometimes we're afraid of men. Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be. I gave you a, I pitched the ball over the plate for you. Amen. And you're supposed to smack it. But anyway, I was at a church the other day, and this, this pastor, I said, and, the, and whosoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be. And this pastor hollered, fat. <laughs> but it actually says safe. Amen. I'll read it again. The fear of the Lord bringeth, a, the fear of man, excuse me, bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Safe, amen. Uh, it brings a snare when you fear man. It'll rob you of your creativeness. We had a, there was a man that I wanted to meet. He was a, a, a excellent musician in, a, in, our, uh, in our Baptist churches. Uh, he, was, he traveled and he played piano and, and several instruments and I wanted to meet him he had perfect pitch. He was a great musician. He wrote songs, and I wanted to learn something from him. We are going to be in a radio share in North Carolina together. And right before that day came, he died. And somebody said, he heard you was coming, and he got so sick, he died. <laughs> but uh, several years after that, I heard he never made a CD for fear of offending somebody. He never made an album. He never recorded an album, and I thought, how sad. How sad that he didn't leave his talent behind. He didn't share his talent for the fear of man stopped him from being creative. Uh, it'll stop you from building great friendships. When somebody stabs you in the back, a lot of times you'll put a wall around yourself. You say, I'll never let that happen again. But if you'll stop and think about the friends that you do have. When I, when I get attacked by somebody, I'll... Stop and think about all my pastor friends. I start counting them up in all the states. And I'll count about 80-something pastors. And I'll think, you know what? All those guys are okay with me. I think there's something wrong with that jerk. <laughs> Amen? But before, before you know it, you're overcome. You're overcome with fear, and you'll, you'll think nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. I think I'll go out and eat some worms. It'll rob you of your performance. Another illustration I got from the Olympics several months ago was there was a girl that was paralyzed with fear. She couldn't even perform for fear of what people were thinking about her. And her coach helped her to overcome it with two words. She wrote it on her gloves. She wrote it on her mirror. She wrote it on her refrigerator. Everywhere she looked, those two words, I am. 
And she would finish the two words, finish the sentence with, I am good, I am strong, I am here to win the gold. But we have something even better than that we can write on our mirror. Uh, Psalm 119.23, David said this when he was being attacked by people. Psalm 119.23, princes also did sit and speak against me. But what did he do? But thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. You know what he did when he got his mind? He was teaching us something here. If you'll get your mind on the word of God, you can overcome the fear of man. Amen. Uh, Luke tells us how to transition out of it. Luke 12, 4. And I say unto you, my friends, this is Jesus talking. My friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body and after that have no more that they can do. Verse 5, but I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Here's what we need to do is instead of asking what are, what are men saying about me, ask this question. What is God saying about me? This is what he says about you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's what he thinks about you. He gave his son for you. Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. That's what he thinks about you. He cares about you. We love him because he first loved us. Cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were in our worst state, he loved us. No man can pluck us out of his hand. If God be for us, who can be against us? We could go on with promise after promise after promise of what God thinks about you. Amen. Perfect love casteth out fear. My little niece was at school one day in high school and there was a snake in the gym, a big, huge snake. And this lady, one of the teachers, heard about it and she was, number one, a female. She was deathly afraid of snakes. <clears throat> and she was an older lady. She was not an athlete. We'll just leave it like that. She was gravity enhanced. <clears throat> That's the politically correct word. But my niece said, I have never seen a woman run like that. She ran so furiously. You'll never believe what this woman did. She ran across the campus straight into the gym, straight up to that snake and stomped its head. This is a lady that's afraid of snakes and she stomped its head. Why? Perfect love for those children. Cast out. It was more powerful than the fear of a snake. And what we need to do is rise up and, and stomp some serpents. Amen? Not people. Serpents. That serpent of fear. Stomp his head that... It's trying to claim our calling and our talent that God has given us. God has given you a calling and God has given you things that you love and you need to rise up and stomp some heads. Amen. Stomp some serpent of fear. One day I was at a church and this man said he came out in tears. He said, I've been going through depression and I, I was an artist and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start uh, back doing what I was called to do. I'm an artist and, and he said, I, he was from New York. He said, I want a hug. And I hugged him and he said, you, you helped me today. And a few minutes later, the pastor came over and said, that man was a tattoo artist. 
and he he got a hundred dollars an hour. He was a great. He said, "I'm going to do what I do for the glory of God." I said, "Go ahead, brother. Amen." <laughs> but amen. But uh, we need to rise up. The things that God has called you to do, the calling that He has on your life, rise up. Those children that God has given you, rise up. And uh, those things that God has given you, rise up. Perfect love casteth out fear. The fear of man bringeth a snare. The fear of rejection. Uh, Romans 8, 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Never will he reject his own. Never. Amen. Amen. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. The man that wrote that was, uh, his fiance died before they were married. And he was heartbroken. And several years later, he was going uh, to marry. And that second fiance died. He was once again left devastated and alone and discouraged and dejected. And then his mother was dying in England. And he couldn't get there. He was working in Canada. So he wrote down the words after all those years, something that he had learned about his Savior. He wrote the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise, forsake thee. Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his, in his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a comfort, a solace there. What a friend we have in Jesus. He'll never reject us. He's our friend all the way to the end. Yeah. Amen. All the way out throughout eternity. What a friend we have in Jesus. We have the fear of rejection, but he won't ever reject you. The entire world may turn on you, but he will never turn on you. Right. Amen. Amen. Then the fear of lack. We worry about our finances. There's a story I was reading about a man who visited the gold fields of Australia. And back years ago when the British settled those gold, uh, or settled Australia, they thought they had struck gold because there was a gold, a sacred gold nugget given to a Catholic priest and people came by the thousands and they said it was the largest gathering of people on that side of the earth ever. Hundreds of thousands of people came to dig for gold when they found uh, this new land had gold and uh, they, they uh, pestered this priest day and night. Where did, where did this come from? Where was it spotted? Finally he told them and they, there was a mad stampede Then they began to dig for gold for days without finding gold and they began to wearily dribble back in twos and threes and all of a sudden it dawned on him in a flash that the priest had been hoaxed and hoodwinked and hoodooed. Amen? And they, uh, the, when the priest, they, they examined this, this piece of uh, gold, this sacred gold nugget, it was a mass of common metal splashed with gold paint. And the priest took it so bitterly to heart that he went to bed and he died. He was so disgusted and so uh, disappointed that he had caused this gathering of people, the largest gathering ever on that side of the earth. And, uh, but the man 
he, he ended the story with, Blessed are those happy is the man that finds himself among the faithful sayings. The sayings that will never leave a man disgusted or broken hearted, disappointed. He was talking about the promises of God. Amen. We have, we have something better than gold. We have the promises of God. I'll give you one. Matthew 6, 31. Therefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Some of y'all are thinking about that right now. <laughs> or what shall we drink? And here's what the ladies quote before they go to the mall. Wherewithal shall we be clothed? <laughs> they love that verse. Yeah. Verse 32, for after all, here's those two words. These things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all. There's those two words. These things. But here's the promise. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. All these things. God promises he's going to take care of his children. Amen. And he's faithfully done it. I can, I can testify he has faithfully done it for us. Amen. And I don't think he's going to quit. Amen. Amen. Right. And then the fear of sickness. Boy, somebody gets sick and then we think, oh, no. My wife used to have this uncle. And every, anybody got something, he thought he'd just go into pieces, thought he had it too. And we get that. We think, oh, no. We have that fear of sickness. There was a friend of ours the other day, a man, a preacher, he was almost 70 years old, and he said that he was, his liver was so bad that uh, he had to have a liver transplant. The little Jewish doctor was trying to comfort him before he went into surgery, and uh, he said, Doc, I'll either wake up here or I'll wake up in heaven. It doesn't matter to me. And the doctor was taken back at his faith. He was taken back at this man's faith and he said, the man went through his surgery fine. He said, I don't want everybody knowing this, but I have the liver of a 30-year-old lady. A 30-year-old lady. He said, I have more energy than I ever have. I'm losing weight. But he said, I do sit down and cry every now and then for no apparent reason. <laughs> the fear. The fear of sickness. Amen. And then the fear of death. The news was on while I was working on this message and three stories in a row were on death. A little boy, seven-year-old boy died. And then the next story was about a firefighter that died in a fire. The next story was a, about an acrobat that fell to his death while the audience looked on at the circus. Three stories in a row and I thought, there's such a fear of death. It's such a horrible thing. But uh, David said this in Psalm 23, 4, Yea, though I walk, through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. When Moody was dying, he had lost so many grandchildren. And he said he, start, he would pass from consciousness over into heaven. He could see over into heaven. And he'd come back and he'd say, it's okay, I've seen the faces of the children. He'd tell his family, I've seen all the faces of the children, they're okay. And then he would drift back over and he was, he was saying there's no... There's no valley to this. It's much easier than I thought. He was drifting back and forth. And the minute, the second, his heart quit beating, he was already there. He was already there. Amen. One time they asked Moody, 
they, they were on a ship between Europe and New York, and there was such a storm that they thought the ship was going down. It was so bad. And one man looked at D.L. Moody and said, Why are you not even worried? You've got a look of peace on your face. You're not even afraid. He said, I have family waiting for me on the shores of New York City. And I have family waiting for me on the shores of heaven. And it doesn't matter which one I reach first. Amen. Amen. The fear of death. The fear of death. God asked Job, Hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Job 38, 17. Hast thou seen the doors? I thought, why did he say plural? Jesus said, I'm the door. I'm the door. But there's a true door. There's a false door. There's a good door. There's a bad door. There's a door that leads to heaven. There's a door that leads to hell. And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. One leads to life. One leads to death. I'm the good door. I'm the right door. Any other door is the wrong door. Do you know the door? Do you know the door tonight? Do you know the door? God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. If you are afraid to die, guess what? You can meet the door tonight. And know that you're going there when you die. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love, your mercy. Pray you would bless this simple message. Lord, we pray you'd bless your people. And help us, Lord, with the invitation. In Jesus' name.